Hello pals, welcome back to another episode of And How Did That Make You Feel? It's been a wee while since we've had an episode, um, so I'm delighted to be back with a conversation for you all to get your ears around. Um, I hope you're all doing well in 2022, um, whether you're setting resolutions or intentions for the year or not, um, I hope you're doing whatever you know and feel is best for you at the minute. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. Um, and um, yeah, delighted to be back here chatting to you. And my guest today is um, Tara. And I first came across Tara on good old Instagram. And something that really resonated, she shared a post um, where she was brushing her teeth and then suddenly burst into tears. And I have done that numerous times. <laughs> where I'll be doing, going about my business and then suddenly a kind of wave of anxiety or emotion will kind of come over me and it'll make me cry. And it was one of those moments of, ah, I'm not the only one. Um, so please give Tara a follow on Instagram. She's she's good old crack, great content. Um, and she's at T underscore M955. But we have the best chat. Um, and I want to get straight to it because there's so much good stuff in it. But just to flag up, Tara does briefly um, talk about self-harm and traumatic death. Uh, but we don't go into too much detail, but it's just something we want you to be aware of. But let's get straight into it. So Tara, welcome to And How Did That Make You Feel? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, delighted so to have you. Delighted to have you. Um, uh, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Tara. I am 25 years old um, and I am currently in college as a mature student um, studying psychology. Um, that's probably about it, I would say. Uh, you know, there's 101 probably different things about me, but we won't, we won't even go there. <laughs> we let those unfold. We let the, oh, they'll unfold. <laughs> <laughs> the first kind of question that always gets the ball rolling, um, obviously, you know, we're here to kind of have a chat about your experiences in therapy. So can you take us back to the beginning? Like, when did you first um, have any therapy or any counselling? Yes. Um, so I started counselling when I was around 17 that was my first experience so that would have been through like CAMS the the child and adolescent um mental health service so um that was my first experience uh that was an interesting one for mm. for many reasons as you know a 17 year old um going through what is still very much tailored to children it I mean it's called mm. child and adolescent but it it's really for children um, and I, I found that that was the case with my um, experience it just it would you know it, it kind of came at the whole situation as if I was still a child um, and obviously at that point I'm almost 18 now not that I was in any way an adult but there definitely needs to be a middle ground there um, so that was my first experience it, it wasn't the worst it definitely mm. helped but um you know, it, it didn't really deal with the kind of main problems. And um, I feel like what, what that counseling did was like, it, it's kind of an in the moment therapy, right? So yeah. I, 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 at the time I had, um, I was self-harming and I was depressed, mm -hmm. but I, the real thing I was really dealing with was anxiety. And they really latched onto that in particular. And we're trying to kind of get me to just immediately start building ways to kind of help myself if I was having panic attacks and stuff, which it, there's totally, those are great things to have coping strategies, but they kind of forgot the bit where we deal with why I was like that in the first place, it, mm -hmm. you know, and look, this is not me um, trying to immediately give out about the mental health services um, because at the same time, they, they have to kind of try and patch up you only go in for like a couple of weeks really and mm -hmm. um, so they have to do their best with the time that they know that they have with you but all of that to say that I didn't really deal with any of like what was actually going on 
you know what I mean? It was, it mm -hmm. was very much just dealing with the kind of, uh, this is how you would deal with this or, you know, this journaling and stuff like that, which again, so helpful things, but really didn't do the foundational work, just yeah. gave me the coping strategies without that. So that was my first experience. I was there for um, just a couple of months, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of floated for a while. I, I didn't have any um, counseling. I kind of almost thought I was over it. You know, I had patched that up now. That's grand. That's all done and dusted. And then when I was 19, um, I experienced a traumatic, traumatic death. Mm. Um, and so that pulled all of that stuff that had not at all been dealt with back up to the surface. And mm -hmm. um, so my next experience of counseling was specifically a traumatic death counselor. So it was like a 12 week program. And again, we get this same problem um, of that is to deal with that instance, you know, that traumatic experience that happened, deal with that, wrap that up, call it a day. Yeah. Um, but again, I still had not. And, and again, it was great. It really, really helped in that in that time and for what it was supposed to be doing. Um, but we have the same problem of, OK, I haven't dealt with anything. I don't even know why I'm like this, but grand. And I went on my merry way again. And then it was about when I was probably 21 ish that I decided, OK, I need a I desperately need a counselor like I need to talk to someone and that was my first time where I got like that was my first experience of counseling to me in the sense of it wasn't for a specific trigger there wasn't a thing that triggered it you know when I was 17 I suppose the self-harm and and just the crisis that I was in at that time was the motivation that's what the doctor was sending there for that's why my mother wanted me to go to counseling. You know, it was just, that was specifically connected to an event, let's say. Same with the traumatic death situation. And then we move on and it's the first time I go to counseling just to figure out what is happening, <laughs> what is going on here. Um, and that started a wonderful journey mm. from there. That's when the real work happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's when you got the juicy parts. You were able to oh. like... Yeah, <laughs> stuff you had you didn't even know existed starts oh, wow. coming up then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's I, pretty much it. Um, since then I've just been in I've been in counseling consistently since then. Yeah, that's that's so similar to my own experience. But I suppose like my first counselor, I went with a very specific thing, mm. and yeah, thought she would just cure me of that, and I would go off. Um. And yeah, she was very, very helpful. And then when I went back with another different thing, she wasn't she wasn't quite able to really get her head around what was going on for me. Um, so I found a different counsellor. And my experience with the first counsellor was I go in and I tell you my story of what, what this thing is that's happened to me. And you let me witter on and talk about it all for 45 minutes. And then at the end, you maybe give me some, you know, you help me unpack a bit of it. Mm. So I sit down with my new counsellor and I'm like launching into my big dramatic story that I love telling because, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, put a, you just can't deal with the pain of what's associated. But let me tell you this really dramatic. Oh, story. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I get in, I get about two minutes into my flow of the story and she's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yeah. that's not that's not what we're gonna do here she's like no no where where are you and all of this like you're just telling me this this like narrative like what let's let's take a step back I was like oh like hold on a minute yes. I have a script here yeah hold on script. <laughs> yes yes you need to hear my dramatic story yeah that's my whole personality currently <laughs> that yes. is what makes me up I don't know what you're asking about all this other stuff yeah totally and funny that that thing that I felt like I went to well she's not my new counselor now I've been seeing her for probably about three years um and some stuff came up recently relating to it and we were like oh yeah we never really specifically dealt with that because she just like was like oh no there's so many other issues yeah <laughs> yeah that you need to deal with before we get anywhere near that and then, like three years later it's like oh yeah maybe yeah let's let's circle oh, yeah. back to that <laughs> revisit that actually <laughs> And, and how did you um so you're when you were 
17 or whatever you were referred into um, a service so how did you go about when you were a bit older and an adult and you maybe had a bit more of an idea of of what kind of counseling you wanted like how did you go about finding somebody yeah I think at the time I'm trying to remember actually I think someone I know actually was already seeing this particular woman now there was one counselor in between who I literally went to one time because I I briefly moved to Cork Mm -hmm. um and I was incredibly lonely Mm. um uh, and it was my first experience of physical loneliness like I just had no one Mm -hmm. um that time was the first time I ever just like I didn't know anyone up there so I couldn't even ask like do you see people or so I I literally just googled and went through like many different names of people and just basically picked one that was going to be convenient more than anything um but then as I said I actually from her she was great she's not to be underestimated actually she only I only had one session with her and in that moment I was like okay I clearly need to move home and I need to go and see a counsellor full time. So I I often think of that lady because she only had one time, like actually technically two, because again, such a lovely thing, but I ended up emailing her and I was like, hi, I've decided to move back to Watford because you just absolutely convinced me that that was the right thing to do. And so I can't afford to come see you next week. So thank you for your help and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh my God, no, come anyway. Like, just don't pay me. Just come and talk about that. And I I was like, that's actually so I, I, I'm going to find that lady. I'm going to send her flowers or something because (laughs) that is just so, it's so funny because it's such a, it's, it's a small act in one way. Mm -hmm. Like all she was saying was, but like, that's a big deal. I mean, that's your job and you know what I mean? And you have clients and you have, people there for that reason you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it actually made such a huge difference mm. such a such a huge difference um but anyway from all that I I came back to Waterford and was like right I really need to there's some there's some stuff that needs to be investigated here and I think I might have just reached out to someone I knew and said who who are you yeah currently going to see you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's how I found her yeah yeah, yeah. a good a good recommendation because mm. yeah that's how that's how I find my my current counselor uh and I always joke now that I should be she should be paying me some kind of finder's fee because I like oh <laughs> anyone who listened for two minutes I'm like have you ever thought about <laughs> counseling and here's this person's number and here's this <laughs> and the great thing well I mean I know a lot of counseling services have always offered kind of phone sessions and those kind of things but mm. like whenever I used to see my counselor face to face um I used to have to go on my lunch break and so like you know sometimes yeah. I was not fit to go back into the office but I was just like well you know I just I just have to go back here and, and hope that nobody yeah. notices I am a mess <laughs> yeah it's great it's great now like I can see her outside of work but you know I can see her at like half four as soon as work is over I don't have to like factor in the very practical yeah. thing of like oh I have to drive for half an hour and yeah. you know it's 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 great um that kind of convenience um do you I take it you see yours over over zoom at the moment as well I actually was lucky enough well uh, lucky in my opinion some people like yourself do like the online version um I I liked it and and it definitely is convenient but I'm such a person who needs yeah. to be in that space mm-hmm. um so luckily because the counselor I currently have is actually the college counselor so the mm-hmm. one we get free through college which is ah, okay. absolutely phenomenal service so wonderful mm-hmm. um so because college was back in person she was offering Great. some counseling sessions in person Uh um so that was amazing because uh, firstly I hadn't actually met she had been my counselor for about a year and a half now and I'd never met her in person because Uh when I went in first year that was the first thing I did in college I was like great signing up to some counseling um so yeah it was great to be there in person but I just find definitely for like it's wonderful that the online thing because like th- like that there are many times where just practical wise you can't mm-hmm. get into a council you can't go I only passed my driving test this year like that would have been mm-hmm. a huge problem for me trying to even get to a counselor mm-hmm. and especially without having to rely on other people because you end up 
then having the same problem that you had where like afterwards like my mother used to collect me from the counseling when I really started doing the work and like I just get in the car and be like do not yeah <laughs> see that melt do not even open that because I am on the edge yeah. don't even don't even look at me don't make don't even contact. yeah nope. don't even breathe too loud right now because there's a <laughs> there's a volcano about to erupt in here <laughs> I can't so you know it's it's amazing in that way like the online but I just found that um I don't know maybe I'm not like I just need the boundary of mm. I am in this office now I'm in her office mm. and I let it all go and I walk out and I close the door behind yes. me and yeah. it's like a physical thing more than when I finish a counseling session online and I hang up and I'm just sitting there for a moment on my own in the house I just find it very hard to mm. and I don't know do you like maybe I should have and like this is me totally thinking in hindsight like I probably should have actively like made myself go for a walk or made my you know done something that separates it I yeah. don't know but I don't know do you do you find that or are you just loving I mean, life on your that would be a really really healthy thing to do <laughs> I normally just like I normally have my sessions I can I think my counselor can tell like what state of mind I'm in depending on what room of the house I'm in yes. so if I'm like sitting at my desk okay we're mm. right 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 we're we're okay yeah, we're all right she's together or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or okay, you're in the living room. Yep, you're mm. you're upright. All right. And then yeah. I have a, a bed, like my office is in my spare room, and yeah. I have had my counseling sessions, like just lying down in bed. I'm obsessed with that. I see, and this is like that is the plus of the online, <laughs> is that you can really get comfy with it. Like <laughs> in <Yeah>. one sense. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so true as well. Actually, I just forgot that when I was doing my counseling online, I'd like make and I did it for this. Uh, conversation as well there's tea in front of me there's a glass of water and there's a hot water bottle at my feet (laughs) and that's what I would do with my counseling as well like I just get super Uh, comfy um so yeah I'm in that mode right now if you feel like counseling me at any point (laughs) fire away honestly (laughs) (laughs) where do we begin (laughs) yeah it's interesting like I think I think I maybe adjusted quite well to the online counselling because I've maybe had like a year or two with her face to face. And I think I've definitely found it easier to like be a bit more vulnerable in the sessions. That's yes. one of my major issues. Mm. So I've definitely cried a lot more since we've had it online. Okay, whereas, that's interesting. Yeah, whereas face to face, I'm like, no, I cannot like wow, yeah. can't even could not even like whereas online I'm like you know, five minutes in and I'm like gurning a wee bit. Yeah. Um I find it a bit easier and as well because I don't have to like I can look away from her, like I'm doing mm. now, not that anybody can tell. You know, I can like look away from her and like cry or you know, it doesn't feel it doesn't yeah. feel intense for me. I do know what you mean. I totally get you. Yeah, that's so interesting that you say that because I actually feel the opposite. Yeah. And now I've just realized that that's yeah. what that is, is that I feel less like I can just let go at home. Like I just, I don't know, is that again, just a boundary thing as in like, mm. I just, that's my safe space. And I, and I know it's my safe space, so maybe I should be able to just let go, but I just am like it's almost like it's a sacred place and I'm like yeah. not willing to just yeah. let all my feelings out whereas I walk into her office I'm like sit down you are not ready for that and I can I, I can immediately let go and yeah but that's interesting yeah it's like the opposite and that totally makes sense now I'm now mm. I understand why people would be so you know I, loving the online yeah and it's so great that like my counselor is kind of offering both yeah and this is the thing like it, it was so always in person that that was not a thing like to get even I remember when like these kind of before the pandemic these um like companies started emerging that do online um counseling Mm -hmm. and stuff and I remember thinking that's never gonna work just like you know it's not the same it's not the same at all but no it's so wonderful and like so many people their situations don't allow them to to get into a physical space Mm -hmm. and go and see a counselor and like whether it's time or whether it's you know any a number of things 
it's just it is it's so wonderful it's it's completely opening it up now to whatever you're comfortable with because yeah. that is the whole point yeah totally you know totally. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's moving away I suppose from that kind of some people do I think feel with counseling before they go that it's kind of almost a medical kind of setting mm-hmm. you know that kind of you know when you have a, an appointment with like maybe not even your normal doctor if you have to go about something else and it's like a doctor you don't know and it, it's that uncomfortable feeling yeah. it's like really clinical and mm-hmm. you know it just doesn't feel and I, I think some people that side of it puts them off going mm-hmm. to counseling yeah. now then you might go and you might realize okay it's not like that at all but it's even getting your foot in the door kind of in oh, the starting so yeah. it's a nice way for people to kind of dip their toes in, mm-hmm. get the hard the hard part, which is the first meeting and the mm-hmm. starting to unravel all that. Mm-hmm. Then if you want to do it in person, amazing. But yeah, no, it's it's wonderful that it's mm-hmm. kind of opened up now for everyone. And if your first kind of experience in counseling, 17, like flip being a teenager, mm-hmm. um, like were you was when counseling was kind of suggested or you know the doctor kind of um like referred you on did that was that did like did you know what you were kind of getting letting yourself in for or what did you think counseling was when you were that kind of age um I that is a good one yeah I so I I definitely wanted it like I was the one who because at that point I was just exhausted I I had been depressed for at that point probably three years um the anxiety as well and everything and I was just like I just don't I don't care at this point just give Mm. me stuff that's going to help me so I was all for it um I don't think that I knew fully what I was getting myself into um especially with the cams and um I know I don't know to be honest if it's still no it is still the same way actually yeah it definitely is um but you go in first and you see a psychiatrist first and then they bring you into your um counselor or therapist or whatever um the psychiatrist threw me because I was ready like I was ready to go in and talk and you know share my experience whatever and the psychiatrist was a very clinical moment because in that moment they are just determining if they think you need um to go on antidepressants right so they're really just hitting the questions just really like and um yeah I found that very difficult like I was almost right I was there like you know wanting to really explain myself and whatever and she's like okay do you self-harm and I'm like yeah whatever and then she's like just I don't know it was just very it it threw me off completely it was just Mm -hmm. too it was so so clinical and just not like personable at all it it was like there was a wall there and Mm -hmm. um but I don't think that I even with the counseling now look the counseling was a whole other hilarious thing I just have to tell you the story because it's so funny but it's not funny in the moment, but also it's definitely funny. Um, this kind of story. Yeah, exactly. Um, because she, so basically I go into the cancer. Firstly, with the psychiatrist, she obviously maybe English wasn't her first language because she had like some word charts on the thing. But at one point she was like, um, you know, on about the self-harm. And she was like, and what about when you were old, when you're older? And I was like, well, I don't no I don't really think about that you know I don't I'm not thinking about that right now obviously and she was like but what about when the people your age look at you and they just think oh what a loser that she can't um control her or she can't deal with her life or something and I burst into tears at that point like up until that point I was like yes no you know answering all my questions um that was me my mom was in the room with me at that point because obviously I was 17 Uh um and we still talk about that to this day like my mom is like do all your people think you're a loser now because it's just I mean it's not funny at all that she said that but like it is so I I I still I just to this day just can't believe that that sentence came out of her mouth that is is brutal it is brutal it is (laughs) it actually is like and look, I'm really, again, when I talk about this, I always like to like make sure that like I am not 
against the services because yes. they're needed and they're yeah. important and the people in them for the most part are mm. absolutely phenomenal people phenomenal mm. um but unfortunately some people <laughs> sometimes like every job mm -hmm. um are not maybe suited to yeah. the particular mm -hmm. um career choice but look that happened and then so anyway that happens and I'm like wow this is an experience yeah. and then I go into the therapist and um my mom isn't there for yeah. this part and um she's like okay so I want you to draw a picture of your family and I was like okay so uh, now firstly I'm 17 Again, I'm not a child. So I'm already like, this is so embarrassing. Like imagine when you're 17, you're just, no one else is in the room. And I'm like, this is so fucking embarrassing. I can't believe <laughs> I have to draw. With this. Yeah. <laughs> so I start like drawing my little picture, but my family's huge because my mom and dad split and they both have families. And I would uh -huh. consider all of those families my yeah, family. Yeah. So I like start drawing and I like run out of, uh, like room on the paper so I like start drawing a bit smaller up here so she takes it from me and these are the two things she says the first thing is sorry shouldn't be laughing but it's so funny she's like okay I see that these brothers are smaller are they less important to you do you not get on with them what happened there and I'm like oh no I just ran out of paper <laughs> and then the next thing was I see you've drawn yourself um or I've seen you've drawn yourself here. Do you, is this how you view yourself? You see yourself as really skinny. And I was like, no, I just drew stick figures because I didn't want to draw. I didn't want to draw properly because I'm <laughs> 17 years old. Oh. <laughs> oh. And like, like, this is what I talked about where like those tactics work wonders with children. Mm -hmm. Children do like, that's a thing, you know, yeah. art therapy and whatever. And people can end up, subconsciously yeah. presenting things I understand like that I totally get the psychology of it but uh, mm -hmm. as a 17 year old like I'm well able to at this point talk about my experience yes <laughs> and she hadn't even tried the talking like this was the first <laughs> thing she did just whipped out the drawn stick figures and oh my gosh <laughs> so like that being my first experience um for a little while I, I actually almost was hesitant to go back to counseling mm. because I was like is that what that is like is yes. that what it's like yeah um and I I don't think even then when I went to the trauma counselor I still hadn't grasped exactly what counseling was I mm -hmm. still had the attitude of um you know like it like it's a plaster like it's a mm. you just go there this thing happened patch that up yeah and I'll head away and that was definitely my attitude about it for many years until I I got reached the point where I got my saving grace counselor <laughs> and like she just came in and basically bet me up bet all of that out of me like with her words her wonderful <laughs> wonderful words and um like that then I learned oh that's not what counseling is like this is a and I am happy to like go through counseling forever like yeah. I I don't see a point where I'm going to not be in counseling yeah I don't I don't want a point where mm. I'm not in counseling to be honest I'm sure I, I take breaks like I, mm. I will take maybe a couple of months break or whatever but there's no point where I'm like no I'm finished now that's yeah. all been yeah. that's all been dealt with we'll wrap that up and no, I, I see it now as more, it's just a, it's a tool. It's another thing to just help us navigate mm -hmm. so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we're just like, we, well, for me personally, like I need that support. I need that mm. help to help me unravel things because yeah. like, I just have, you know, my brain or my subconscious or whatever is always, it's doing its best to protect me. But by doing that, it's, you know, raising boundaries or barriers or repressing feelings and yeah. emotions. And I, I can't unpick that myself. Like, I just no. don't have, I just, I just, I can't do it. You know, I no. need somebody to like walk, walk me through it and, and yeah, help me realize yeah. what I need, what I need to kind of. 
because as well we're we're incredibly bad at recognizing what we need ourselves <laughs> i don't know if that's your experience but like but every that's... time i get a breakthrough in counseling i'm like i did not even think that was a problem oh. i if you had asked me to name out before I started counseling, what I think are my issues or, mm -hmm. or what I think I struggle with, or, you know, the, the, there wouldn't have been one thing on the list that would have been no. correct. No, absolutely not. And like, that's, that's why I find counseling so helpful is because mm -hmm. sure. I, I probably could, we, we would be fine in, in theory. I'm sure me and you would both be fine navigating, mm -hmm. you know, and we'd find things difficult, but you would survive to a yeah. certain degree you know you get yeah. through life and whatever but it's like to get to that stuff like to get to that deep stuff and really find out what is going on pull out all this stuff you didn't even know was was in there mm -hmm. and as a result then you have this wonderful thing where you end up knowing yourself more mm -hmm. than you ever would have by yourself because you just simply wouldn't have you wouldn't have even asked the right questions you wouldn't have Totally. Come, come to those realizations and you end up going oh my god I know this person yeah. a little bit better now it's uh, crazy yeah and I think that's why I'm so like evangelical about the whole thing because mm. when I look even like last the last year is definitely some of the like hardest deepest work that I have done with my counselor and just like the transformation that I have had across this year like no way could I have even I, like I couldn't whenever we first kind of started working on this particular area I had sessions where I was just like I cannot like I have no words all I can see in my mind is like a white shape like I do not want to talk about this I don't yeah as you're saying I don't even know the questions to ask I don't even know what I am trying to to like explore or work on so of course I couldn't have done that I would never have even got no. to that point never mind then being able to work through it without um yeah without without a counselor and yeah like I sometimes now this makes me sound like a twat but I sometimes over the last few months have been like just look at how far I've come like and have no. a moment for myself like oh Absolutely. my goodness like, <laughs> that is not twat behavior <laughs> at all <laughs> No, but like, actually, I do that often, like, I, and I, I do go on about it. And I, I have that moment sometimes, like you're talking, because I, I talk about things on my, my Instagram a lot, or I talk about, I talk about things with people around me all the time anyway, but, uh, you know, I'd be very, very open about it. But particularly with my anxiety, that catches mm. me a lot where I do something and I'll go, oh my God, this would have been a huge problem for me huge like yeah. even like things as simple as like I used to be terrified of like well basically leaving the house but if I had to get any form of public transport or um oh anything like that even walking anything that just wasn't in my own house but in particular buses and trains and stuff like that um would just send me into a spiral like I would just be having a panic attack um and now every single time that I step onto a bus and I step on with ease like I get on I'm, ha I'm in fact uh, half the time I'm excited I pop my headphones in which I also used to not be able to do because I'd be too anxious like I'd put them in but I wouldn't have music on because I need to be aware of my surroundings now I like pop my headphones in music's up to the highest and I'm just sitting there in pure bliss yeah. there could be some there could be horrendous conditions going on around me some man trying to talk to me beside me there could be two people having a fight at the top of the bus and I'm in bliss yeah. because I'm having a moment where I'm like look at me mm -hmm. on this bus no problems mm -hmm. and I'm just uh, I'm constantly proud of myself and I, mm -hmm. I and I, I you're not a twat and I'm not a twat because yeah. we just like it is so wonderful yeah. and like you know why as well like we we talk a lot about how amazing our counselors are and they are like they they are phenomenal however they're not doing the work that's very true they're they're not they're they're now they're amazing because they can know exactly what to say and I get really excited because that's what I want to go on and do mm. I want to do my master's in counseling so mm. I am I'm really excited to be that for someone one yeah. day mm -hmm. but I know 
that it won't be me as the counselor that's doing all the hard work and it's so totally and utterly on the person and what they think and, and what they think you're you only see them as a counselor for an hour out of their full week what what do they do with the rest of their time are they reflecting are they doing the work are they trying their best so like you know it is a huge thing to like make these pro make any sort of progress at all yeah so basically more of the story is we're wonderful <laughs> we're absolutely wonderful <laughs> uh, yeah 100% I totally agree <laughs> is it that like that's the other thing like when I think especially about this year like when I think about how hard I have had to work at some things mm. or just and I suppose yeah as you're a lot of it is you don't even realize that you're that you're that you are working on yourself or you're no. stretching or growing because you're just you feel like you're just trying to figure your way through something mm-hmm. and then you kind of come out the other side and then you're like oh yeah look, yeah look at this like look at the changes I've made look at look at how far I've come and you're right like that is that is all on on you yeah um to like want to make those changes or to yeah to to rec yeah to kind of recognize that oh this is something I I maybe need to need to look at and I know like for me thinking about counseling like before I had seen a counselor I was always like oh I'm I'm not depressed I'm not Mm. ill I I don't need don't need to see a counsellor you know I really thought it wasn't wasn't for me at all Mm. Um, and I'm like it's for everybody (laughs) oh my god everybody go (laughs) Uh, uh, if I have my way and it sounds so counterproductive but it should just be mandatory like at that point like if everyone went firstly if everyone went for about one generation we probably wouldn't Mm. need it (laughs) that's very true all just agreed everyone goes we'd all be fine yeah. no we we definitely it's something that definitely is not going to it's always going to be needed but yeah. um no I, I agree like oh my god I think there's it's there for everyone absolutely and that's I mean yeah it's I, I don't know is it just portrayed that way or it's it's fairly embedded in our culture anyway that like you know you know people that go to counseling you know they're this way and they're that way and it's you know whatever there's there mm-hmm. is huge stigma attached now yeah. thankfully it's definitely breaking down yeah um but you know that's still absolutely there like that's yeah. that's still a, a huge thing that that people feel and whenever <laughs> you were you, so you mentioned that you had like some specific kind of um trauma kind of counseling mm. how's the, like have you have you had specific like CBT or um, psychodynamic? You know, have you have you had some different kind of therapies or? Um, mainly CBT is what um, my experience has been. We recently, my most recent counselor, um, were going to try and do. I could be wrong. I don't know. Is it EDM more? No. Oh yeah. A- is that AMDR? Yeah. AMDR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. So we were this is what we were um like gearing up for right and it's so funny because you actually talked about this as well briefly but um when I went into this cancer same thing I like came in with my script even though I had already done lots of work with my like previous cancer before the college one the previous one was the one who like made me realize lots of stuff so I go into this one and I'm like okay I've begun having kind of basically flashbacks you know Mm. essentially so I was like, it's obviously linked to the trauma. I'm there thinking I'm great. I know loads. I'm doing a psychology degree. I know loads of stuff. <laughs> Literally, I'm like two weeks into the degree at this point. I'm like, okay, so here's my problem, blah, blah, blah. I'm going through the trauma. And she's like, okay, that sounds like we definitely do need to, you know, deal with that. But she's like, we we probably should deal with some other stuff you briefly <laughs> mentioned there first. So I'm like, oh, okay, annoying, but yeah. fine if we have to deal with that we will so like weeks and weeks and weeks go on and on and she's like each week she's like we're gonna go another week now because I'm not ready to start and mm-hmm. she's going on about the EM EM Dior Am I, I think so yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay and she's saying um we will get to that but I just want to deal with some of the more kind of um other issues going mm. on so she's going through that going through that and then we get to the point where finally we've cleared the air a little <laughs> bit 
and she's like okay I'm ready to dive into the trauma you know that night or whatever Mm -hmm. so off I go on my script like yourself the trauma part's easy I'm flying through the night I'm telling her this and the other blah 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 blah. yeah grand so she's thinking at this point this is the part we're gonna have to do the EMDR with as in like the night specifically and try and get me through that Mm. and I go through it with ease as people who experience trauma often do Mm. um and I just recite it and then she's like okay before we get into all that she I don't even think she asked me much to get me rambling about the whole night by the way she might have just like asked me one question I recite the whole script Mm -hmm. and then she goes um okay so like in reference to the the guy who had died she's like so what was he like what did you like about him Mm. well no one had ever in all the trauma counseling in all of everything no one had focused on that and when I tell you that I unraveled in front of this woman I had just a moment of oh my god and then she went wow this is not what we need to do you haven't done the grief side oh dealt with you did it the other way you did you dealt per you've done the trauma the trauma's sorted you know you've done all that work and like this one really simple question literally mm. what what did you like about him oh my good god mm-hmm. I could like I literally unraveled I could not believe and like she couldn't believe it's so funny because like both me and her had both just decided it must be the the night it must be the trauma like it's obviously you know that's the natural you know assumption Mm -hmm. and obviously so had the trauma counselor and all the other people like no one had ever really gone into like how how does that make you feel like that that Mm -hmm. person you know the loss of the person Mm -hmm. oh my god so anyway all of that to say we I never actually did the the EMDR because she basically was like oh you are great like this is grief yeah. that we need to just have a little we need to explore that a little bit uh-huh. um but that was a amazing that was like a crazy moment and I like you've probably experienced these moments as well where something happens and and, and it ties into what we were talking about earlier where there's no way I would have ever figured that out mm-hmm. because I was repressing that I was yeah. absolutely oh not acknowledging that there was any grief Mm -hmm. I had almost like a survivor's guilt going on where it was just like power on through now we're not even thinking about that side of it Mm -hmm. you got through the trauma ticking off all my little counselings and stuff and just not like acknowledging and without a counsellor and but even she was surprised like she didn't (laughs) think that that simple question was going to uh you know bring up this huge emotional like kind of moment but Uh that's the wonders of like that is the wonders of counseling Mm. that is it like where stuff that you just had no idea Mm -hmm. no idea that you were dealing with comes Mm. up and like that's why everyone should yeah because you you have no idea of what's going on Mm. until something like that happens and you you get it handed back to you yes yes that's that's like that's a good way of kind of phrasing it of like um yeah because somebody recently asked me like oh if I go in my first counseling session like what are they going to ask me or like what Mm. will they will they expect me to like talk straight away about that I was like no that like you'll just go in and it's very should be very conversational um and you'll maybe say some stuff and you won't even realize what you are kind of saying until the counselor reflects back what you said Mm -hmm. Because we just we can't hear no what we're really, what we're, what we're really saying yeah. and so yeah like the counselor like handing it back like here's what you Literally, just said yeah shows presents it it's like they pull a you know they present it on a table and they pull a sheet <laughs> off it and you go whoa yeah. what is that and she's like it's nothing you haven't that's what you just presented to me it's here in front of you and I'm like. I don't know that's not what I said whatever this is that's not <laughs> like that is exactly it like you just yeah. get it handed back to you and you're like what is this mess <laughs> and then you realize oh that is it's my mess okay cool um but yeah but it's wonderful like yeah. it's such a great because then but you have until that point 
your blinkers on you can't see any of that when they like present this to you and you suddenly see the situations for what they are you can start picking different things up and going mm-hmm. okay what is that about and if you need to get rid of it get rid of it and if you mm-hmm. need to keep it with you that's fine and mm-hmm. like you can really rummage around then because you finally for the first time can actually see the situation as it is yes you know? that's, yeah, it's, that's... It's like a moment of like wow I had no idea this was going on and you might have a couple of weeks where you don't make any progress because you're too busy going through what you've just uncovered mm-hmm. and, and going through all of that could take ages you know it mm-hmm. might not things don't happen quickly like everyone is different mm. yeah um, but then when you get to that point where you're like wow okay I, I can it's weird it's like suddenly you're able to move forward because yeah. this this was subconsciously holding you in this position because Mm -hmm. if you strayed from your routine or strayed from what you were doing these things could spill out so you just have to stick and then once this happens it's like okay now I can Mm -hmm. now I'm a bit freer and I'm a bit lighter and I can make a few plans and I can live you know yeah that yeah that's exactly it and but you know I would have a tendency to like be like oh why why am I like this or why do I keep kind of doing x y z and my conscious I was like no that that was you trying to protect yourself like mm-hmm. self-preservation and even um I saw my counselor last week and you know we'd had a break over Christmas mm. so I hadn't maybe seen her in about six weeks and I knew I had some stuff to talk to her about that I did not want to talk about. Yeah. All day I was like, it's fine. Seeing my counselor this afternoon, it's grand. Just make mm. it to that point, make it to that point. And then suddenly I'm downstairs making my dinner and I suddenly look at the clock. I'm like, oh, counseling started 10 minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, you know, so then you're in a whole bath of, of like, you know, the first 10, 15 minutes of the session yeah. is all like, oh I'm all over the place I'm eating my dinner at the same time and it was like yeah and then like in the last 10 minutes like blurted out what I needed to talk about and she's like ah this is why you were 15 mm. minutes late right okay I understand I'm like come on subconscious stop doing this to me (laughs) she's like oh it's all making sense you're like well why couldn't you have told me this and like it's like hindsight's great but like oh my god it is it's a it's crazy it's crazy yeah. what your brain will just oh totally. and, and it is you just go into survival mode you're just doing mm-hmm. your thing and like yeah it's it's funny and and that's another great thing about counseling is like it, they will point out these things that you do that you would never have questioned yeah. like you know you for me I might get you know a tight chest or I might get different physical things I used to hate that was my least favorite thing for a counselor to ask me is where like I'd be having a moment and she's like where are you feeling this right now where where in your body do you feel this and I'd be like just shut up just please because I'm like but they're so right like when Mm -hmm. they force you to think about it I would be like oh actually yeah I Mm -hmm. it could be shoulders or it could be something like that but like we we all have these things like these actual signs going on in our body telltale signs like I will know before I'm even before I even know what I'm anxious about Mm -hmm. I will now know something is happening yeah whereas what used to happen was I would feel it and I would just go okay I'm anxious you know and I would just let the physical I would just run with it run Mm -hmm. with the kind of whereas now through counseling and through like these things being pointed out to me and these little signs and these kind of things that I might be avoiding or things that will happen um, you can kind of catch yourself before it gets to the point of no return, basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you can go, okay, something's a little bit off here. Mm-hmm. And that's when you might, again, book in a little earlier with the counsellor yeah. or you might do whatever it is that you maybe journal. I actually love, I do love journaling because sometimes mm-hmm. I just need to, I just need to ramble. I need to get it all out. Yeah. Um, it could be anything, but like, that's another helpful thing. Like these mm-hmm. signs, what's even just avoiding things and stuff like that how you can kind of learn okay something I need to have a little chat with myself here because something is happening yeah you know Uh, are there any other kind of tools or kind of coping mechanisms that you kind of go back to or find helpful um what do I yeah the journaling is my definitely my main Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. um 
I don't. So sometimes I suppose, well, no, to be honest, for me, the, the biggest things that I did learn was like, um, like that, the catching myself before it happens, because I, I really used to run with a, a narrative in my brain where I would just go, like, if I was anxious, let's say before work, mm-hmm. I would just be like, okay, well, I can't go in. Uh, like, I would just skip to the end part where mm-hmm. I would know okay, inevitably you're about to have a panic attack. You're about to spiral. Mm-hmm. And um, I would just skip to the worst case, you know, the, the part where I just, because I just wanted to be over. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm, just, I'm actually going to skip all the horrible bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like have to ring in or do that, which is even another anxiety inducing oh, mm-hmm. thing to have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, with counselling, the craziest thing that I've like so obviously I must have been anxious like dealing with that for years and as a result I just got into that mode where I found work specifically to be anxiety inducing right yeah and this most recent counselor it's the simplest thing and this is what I'm talking about where like you don't know until you have a counselor and she was like to me what are you anxious about in work like what is the thing Mm-hmm. so she's like is it social you know because a lot of people obviously it's the social side and I'm like no I love that I love talking to people anyway she goes down through everything and it I realize I'm not anxious about work at all mm-hmm. I have just decided that <laughs> like literally like I have just decided that yeah so a thing that I now do like is like what she did where I actually just go through my own little checklist to try and because I if I'm anxious before something I'll go right it's obviously that Mm. and now now I have a little I have to take a moment and I take a few deep breaths and I might make tea or I might do whatever Mm. and I'll actually have to start going down through the situation and going is it this Mm -hmm. because it it might not be the whole thing and and it might still be relevant in work it could be you know it can feel incredibly intimidating to feel like your whole day you're anxious about your entire day or mm. your entire situation that you're about to go into. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot easier when you go down through it and you realize, oh, it's actually just this 15 minute moment that I know is going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually that turns out that's what is triggering that. Mm-hmm. And then you can start being proactive about it. OK, can I avoid that? Can I take that part out? Yeah. Can I just prepare myself a little bit better? Do I know it's going to be OK realistically? But I think that's a huge tool. And again, it sounds so simple. It actually sounds, when you say it out loud, you're like, how did I not, how did I need someone to tell me this? Like, literally. And like, again, if someone's listening right now, they might be hearing me say it and it still won't go into your little head, okay? (laughs) Because I listened to podcasts and I did things and I watched YouTube and I did all this and it never goes in until you're sitting there across from a counselor or talking to them Mm -hmm. and you realize yourself, you have that moment yourself where you're like, oh my God, okay, that's what it is. And then you can go forward and then you can go on podcasts and give all your (laughs) advice and no one will listen and it'll be fine. (laughs) But that for me is a huge one, just like taking stock, I would call it like mm-hmm. literally just bullet point, right? Lit every single part of the day and you're just finding you're like, you know, what would you call it? Like just zoning in on that mm-hmm. one part mm-hmm. that I probably have just generalized to the whole day or the whole mm-hmm. experience, whatever yeah. it might be. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that would be a huge one for me. Yeah, it's like you're viewing your whole day through the lens of anxiety. Yes. And exactly. It's just sometimes, yeah, unless you know that you can take the lens off until you get to the bit that actually yes. is causing you some like pain or, or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can do everything else. Yeah. But yeah, like you just, uh, how, we were, we're just never told that this is an option. It's like, oh, well, I no. feel like this and um, I'm going to feel like this the whole day. Exactly. And like our brains are very good at protecting us. So mm. if I'm anxious about something, my brain's going to go, okay, well, don't do it. Do yeah. not do that. And I'm like, well, no, there's other things like responsibilities and mm. other things, which are also anxiety inducing. Um, but like if, if your brain is sensing that like something is amiss about that particular situation or day, it will generalize it. Like it will just yeah. go, okay, there's, you know, anxiety is like it triggers and that's, you, you know, you get the physical effects of anxiety. 
-hmm. So there could be this small thing that's triggering this feeling. And again, it comes back to like this feeling in the body that I just Mm -hmm. hated hearing, but it's so true. Like it's, it's a physical thing and you need to kind of ground yourself take a moment I've seen many um like suggestions of like you know the one where it's like pick five things you see four Mm. things you can hear like it goes down to ground yourself those are Mm -hmm. wonderful as well to just get you out of the initial fight or flight yeah um but then I find it just helpful to kind of really just zone in on what exactly Mm-hmm. what is causing this and then I can it, it makes it such so much easier like it's mm-hmm. so exhausting to feel like everything you do is anxiety inducing yeah and it turns out it's, it doesn't have to be that way and and bear in mind there was a time where it was that where I would go down through the list and the entire day would mm-hmm. be like mm-hmm. you know and look th- over time and through counseling and through just slowly reintroducing things and and learning and getting through things that list becomes smaller and smaller Mm. and you can just kind of focus in on what needs to be focused on I suppose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah like as you say it does it does take time yeah that's the annoying part mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's the worst part is that and it's the part that puts most people I mean if you had told me when I was 17 or even 14 let's say when I was 14 because that's when it started for me Mm. If you had told me when you're 25, you're going to still be in counseling. Oh man, I would not have been happy to hear that. I would not have been impressed with that comment. Like that would have sounded absolutely exhausting to me. But when you're in the moment, Mm -hmm. you're just doing the work. You're just getting Mm -hmm. from week to week. You're putting in the, you know, whatever needs to be put in. And suddenly you look back and go, wow, I've firstly come a huge way. Mm -hmm. But also that like, the time is actually the huge it's one of the biggest factors of it Mm. um but we don't we all want a quick fix obviously (laughs) and that's totally natural um I couldn't I couldn't possibly be more on that wagon where Mm -hmm. I just always want things to be fixed instantly Mm -hmm. um but unfortunately that's not how it works but to be honest I think that's one of the most wonderful parts of it is that it's just a thing that's going to continue throughout life and that in another 10 years I'll look back at me right now and go oh my god you had no idea what you were talking about and I love that I love that right now I think I know it and I haven't got a clue yeah yeah (laughs) totally like I yeah I like every time so maybe like two years ago I thought oh that is the hardest work I've ever done in counseling Mm -hmm. that was so hard and so difficult and so painful and oh, like I'm so you know I've come so far and then this year I'd be like no this yeah. is the hardest work and not you know probably any 18 months or two years whatever be like no this was like the most yeah. beneficial thing I've done or this is the biggest thing that I've looked at and I suppose mm-hmm. as like your life develops and changes and and different kind of things are going to come up and yeah exactly you know it's always yeah, I was very much the same as 14-year-old Tara, kind of thinking, oh, well, I'll go once. Yeah. Get it that's, done, sorted. Yeah. Then that's me cured. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, now I'm like, oh, no, well, <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is a light, lifelong thing probably at this this kind yeah. of at this point. And that, I feel really good about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's mm. not a negative thing anymore. Like mm. I always used to fantasize of when I'll be happy. When mm. I was in that moment of d- depression, um especially when I was younger I I would really think of the future and be like you know when you know when I'm better and I would think Mm. better as in fully cured not none of you know none of this stuff going on none of these feelings um and even through all of the first initial counselings that's exactly how I felt Mm. where it was like okay at some point something's going to click and I'm going to be better yeah um and there's a there's a really great like peace that comes with that moment when you go actually you know what I am better in the sense of this is fine that I'm like this like I'm already there and I'm I'm going to get better as a person like Mm. I'm going to make more changes and figure out more about myself but I'm fine this is fine and this is totally totally livable with yeah and if anything it just adds to who I am it's it's made like me who I am and made you who you are and all of our like wonderful traits come from us so do our Mm. bad ones Mm. Uh, or maybe not bad is not the right word but you know some of our 
less uh, desirable traits um, come from these experiences. And I would have probably focused solely in on those when I was younger and thought, okay, when when I sort this out now, I'll be this, that and the other. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, actually, turns out all those experiences are also what made you Mm. like the wonderful parts. And it all just melts together beautifully. Yeah, it's all so connected. Yes. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I love we're on, it. We're on the same page. I know. I'm just <laughs> loving it. <laughs> I love talking about this. I know we're already. Oh, yeah, we're well. I know. Over. I just looked at the time. I was like, what is happening? I just transported. <laughs> no. Um, and I suppose, like, do you have any? Yes, we're both obviously massive, like, <laughs> fans and advocates for for counseling Mm. have you any kind of advice if somebody is maybe on the fence or a bit skeptical or a bit Mm. worried about oh I don't know have you any advice um I would say go (laughs) no I would say look it's it's I I totally understand why people are are hesitant to do it um Mm. firstly because as well again we just talked about our brains like to just stick to what we know okay Mm. don't go digging around in that brain you're gonna find some stuff you don't like and it's gonna be hard because it is gonna be hard like there were times where I walked out of counseling and I'd be so exhausted that I was like I would just feel like why am I doing this Mm -hmm. like I am now for the next week going to be thrown if not longer Mm -hmm. like some sessions are you walk out you skip out you skip out the door you're like lighter and you're like wow I just rid myself of some horrible thing and sometimes you drag yourself out of that room on the ground like it is tough going um and there there are moments and I I understand why people would be hesitant but when I tell you that the growth that you will have as a person will just blow your mind um it is so it makes every moment that you had like that so incredibly worth it and I would just encourage you I I and and have a think about like what is the medium you would prefer would you prefer to be in in person um would you prefer online like those are all practical ways to think about you know things think about as well um another thing related to the online like is are you really going to let go if there's other you know do you share a house with people is that going to be a difficulty like you know go through the practical steps and whatever mm-hmm. and listen i totally also appreciate that like money is a huge yeah. factor a lot of the time so have a look around do not in any way be afraid to email counselors and ask them if there is any leeway on their um rate mm. a lot of them do that and a lot of people feel embarrassed asking just yeah. ask yeah. it's just a question if they say no that's no problem you just move on and, and maybe mm. ask someone else there are free services if you want to dip your toes in and like do a call line or do now they're all just volunteers but what I mean is like get that moment of like yeah. that scary moment that can feel like that first mm-hmm. initial you know I'm like, oh my god I'm actually doing this mm-hmm. get that out of the way um but I I couldn't I couldn't encourage it more like I I I can't actually express how much growth and just how worth it it is and so if you're in a position to do it if you if you have that opportunity and the only thing you're missing is just taking that leap oh my god do it you just will never look back it's wonderful yeah ah Tara (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah like yeah I, I know I, love, I love know talking to somebody about counseling in general but I particularly love talking to somebody about counseling when they're as fired up about it as I am oh yeah <laughs> I just I love yeah. it it's I just like just... it is it is life-changing like mm, absolutely literally yeah. like there's no I wouldn't have this existence right now mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'd be alive let's oh. be honest but on mm. top of that I, I certainly wouldn't be existing in the way I am. I wouldn't mm. be able to do the things that I can. And if you're in a moment where you feel like that's what you're currently in, that is, act, you're able to get out of that. And that yeah. is amazing. That like, yeah. even in those, like the moments where you think there's no way, there's no way out of here. There mm. is. And the crazy thing is it's actually already in you. Yes. <laughs> you just need someone opposite you who knows yeah. and is trained and is able to ask you the specific questions but you're going to do all that work and because you're the one doing the work that means it's already in you 
-hmm. the best version of yourself is already there you just need to chisel it out with someone else yeah and that's it that's it that's the wonder of it chisel it out chisel it out (laughs) yes we're just a bunch of well chiseled statues here that's what me and you are (laughs) and there's plenty more chiseling to be done let me tell you I'm gonna have some set of abs by the time they're done chiseling me Oh man, uh-huh. Yes, plenty, plenty more, plenty more. Oh, I'll get stop. Out. Oh, it is, it's a chisel. I was gonna say, yeah. what tool do you chisel? Oh, yeah. It's a chisel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sarah, this has been so great. Um, it has been. Yeah, really, really great. Um, and my my final, my final cheesy question. Um, how has this made you feel? Oh, amazing. <laughs> wonderful I'm so I'm so happy to like you say just be talking in general about counseling I could talk to this wall about counseling (laughs) honest to god but it's so wonderful when you get someone to bounce back off you like that Mm -hmm. um so it's been absolutely amazing thank you so much for having me oh I'm so excited right now thank you because you were you were a volunteer you were a willing participant oh not a bother yeah thank you so much I I yeah I just love having these conversations Mm. Because every single one is different, even though we are talking about therapy or counseling, like yeah. just so many different experiences. And yeah, that's just, I, I love, I, yeah, I just love talking about it and hearing yeah. and kind of helping people to see that there's no one size fits all. Yeah, that's the thing. Of, of how to how to get counseling or how to even feel when you're in counseling or, yeah. you know, it's just like, it's so personal to you, as you're saying, like it's yeah. it's it's we are trying to figure out ourselves yeah it's so personal um yeah and I just I just love getting the opportunity to hear people's stories um and experiences mm-hmm.